selling a product, you're, you know, you have a lot of doors closed. Like you have a lot of no's yeah. <laughs> throughout the day. And it just, it, it wears on you a little right. bit. Um, and my best customers of my products are here in Augusta. You know, there, there are people who come, they buy four smell my bod, you know, like <laughs> they're walking out with like all these smell my feet for everyone in their family. They're so supportive. And that, that love you see, that's, you can't get that from just, you know, having something online, having a wholesale, you know, yeah. you, you get a little bit of that, but you don't meet one I want to, you don't meet the customers who support you and love your products and love the, what you what you sell and just have um, no worries when they come in because I know it's so highly curated that they can shop without having to read labels. Welcome to Drop the Disc. This week's episode features Jennifer Tinsley, the founder of Field Botanical, otherwise known as Field. Jennifer is an unlikely entrepreneur who talks to us about how she went from public service to owning her own business. It was it was more of a, a passion project at the time that that um, and that's why I took off a year. So I didn't do anything but uh, learn how to be an entrepreneur and learn how to make uh, formulate products. I mean, I was the furthest thing from being an entrepreneur and launching a business. And she talks about how her legendary Smell Me brand helped catapult her to success. 100% of people who smell my pits bought it. <laughs> but above all, Jennifer considers herself a representative of the city. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, uh, Destination Augusta needs to give me a paycheck because I, I, a lot of those folks come to field first because they're staying at Hyatt House. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. We hope that you had a very happy holiday, whether it be your Christmas, New Year, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, we hope that you had a great holiday. If you enjoy today's episode, we do ask, uh, leave a rating or review wherever you listen. We really do appreciate that and it helps us to grow. And finally, if you have any feedback or if you know somebody that might be a great guest on our show, let us know. Email us at dropthedispod at gmail.com or find us at dropthedispod wherever you are on social media. And don't forget, schedule your appointment now to go to Augusta Podcast Studio to record your New Year's resolution. Learn more at AugustaPodcast.com and click the New Year's resolution tab or just message us on social media to find out more about that. And this episode, like every episode, is presented by our great friend, Nancy Powell with Powell & Associates. Nancy has been supporting this show since 2019. Uh, she is extremely involved, whether it be with Augusta University, with the Chambers of Commerce, with the Young Professionals, and with other boards and nonprofits here locally. If there's a real estate agent and brokerage in Augusta you can trust, we know it is Nancy Powell. And if you want to learn more about some real estate transactions that you might want to do in 2022, go ahead and check her out at powellpropertypros.com. She has tons of listings and information about the area. And of course, you can always email her at nancypowell1977 at gmail.com. And thank you so much to Sealark for this awesome intro song. If you want to hear more of Sealark's music, find him wherever you listen to music at C.Lark. It's just another day on the road to be great. 
Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate Another episode of my life to the date, yeah And I'ma do it all with a smile on my face In the land of the free, yeah, the home of the brave The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace I ain't got time to waste, I got moves I'ma make, yeah It doesn't matter what the topic is We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc We can dive in on city politics Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc Ay. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc uh. Learn a lot about the 706 to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AG in the mix, just drop the disc Just drop the disc Better drop the disc Hey guys, I'm Chris Hey guys, I'm David We're Drop the Disc Podcast We're sipping on some beers at, Well, you're not And some water And yeah. water Some Savannah River Brewery beer <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a special guest that we've had already on for an event, the Small Business Crawl. Um, but now we are here to ask you all about your life. And today we're here with Jen Tinsley of Field Botanicals. And as owner? Owner. Owner. As owner. Owner. Awesome. Operator. Perfect. Social media content. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> all, those, all the hats. One man band. Woman band. All right. I, <laughs> no, I, I'll no, do that. I, I do. I have a team of That's wonderful good. people, yeah. so it's not awesome. just me. But so, real quick, just give us an elevator pitch for our listeners. What Field Botanicals is? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Field Botanicals is an indie beauty store. We're kind of a boutique store. We only carry indie brands, uh, indie beauty brands. So not like Procter and Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, those kind of brands. Uh, and we also are vegan and cruelty free, as well as having clean ingredients. So um, <clears throat> for clean beauty, makeup, skincare, hair, we've got soaps, deodorants, all that clean beauty stuff. Uh, and then gift items too, just fun stuff. Uh, a lot of bath bombs and soaks and things like that. But it's pretty highly curated. We're really picky about the brands we, we bring on board. Um, we try to uh, create a unique experience that you can't get in um, <coughs> Sephora. Excuse me. <laughs> I was a little frog in my throat. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and we do have an online presence as well. Okay. Uh, happy to announce that we won uh, Best Online Place to Shop in Augusta 2021. From Congratulations. Magazine. So, yeah, that was super awesome. So, yeah, that was a COVID thing, but, yeah, yeah. It, it, it worked out. That's great. And we had you on to talk about the Small Business Saturday uh, kind of business crawl. Uh, can we get a little recap on that? Holy cow. <laughs> Augusta, <laughs> you guys are amazing. The support. The, I mean, I, <laughs> I went home and legit happy cried. Like, I was so overwhelmed by the response. We were busy from the time we opened to the time we closed, we had line outside of Augusta and Company to get the free Love Augusta tote bags. I got mine. Oh, you got yours. I got mine. <laughs> yeah, Bash was in the house. I was. Yes, I made him buy some stuff. I bought. I bought a he lot bought, of stuff. He bought stuff. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate I was still it. in a food coma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're open Tuesday through Saturday. So You're right. Come, come You're on right. by. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was amazing. And um, I think all the businesses who participated and those who didn't participate all saw just a, an immense support for the downtown for, uh, you know, just supporting those local businesses. And uh, everyone got some unique gifts. It was, we had the free gift dropping station at Augustine Company. Mm. 
So, yeah, it was pretty much a just, like, do the rounds. And um, we did floral crowns. And so all the people yep. walking around with floral crowns was just, it was so cool. <laughs> it was just so cool. And and everybody just got into it. It was, um, there were some really pretty creative expressions of I wish floral I crowns. Had, <laughs> I wish I had made myself a floral crown. You should have. That's you my really one regret. <laughs> you should have. We'll do it again one day. So uh, next year, we'll have you back on and talk about it again, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. Great. But today, today we're here to do a profile. And, and that's going to be of you. So uh, we're just going to assume that people haven't heard that small business episode. Even if they have, we may ask you a couple of the same questions, but we're going to go kind of deep dive into the full picture. So you know our first question. We want to know, are you from Augusta? I am not from Augusta, but I chose to live here, which is kind of even better, right? Right. Um, I uh, was born in Chicago. I grew up in Louisiana, and I moved here in 98, so... Um, been in, been here since then and absolutely love it. I, ch- you know, could have moved, could have gotten, you know, started a business somewhere else, but no, mm-hmm. I, I choose to live here. I love Augusta. So give us a little context into, you know, you're a business owner right now. Give us a little context into kind of your career trajectory moving from Chicago to Louisiana to, uh, to Augusta. Yeah. Well, I ended up in Augusta. I went to Savannah College of Art and Design, SCAD. Um, I was there when Porkchop was there, which is kind of cool. We That's didn't know really each cool. other, but wow. yeah, we were like, did you, he worked at Blockbuster Videos, if you guys didn't know that. So <laughs> I'm like, awesome. know that. you are the one who screwed up and put Space Jam <laughs> in the, uh, the <laughs> in, in the like horror movie I was trying to rent. But so <laughs> I'm sure, I'm absolutely sure he screwed up some of my uh my my video purchases um but no no it was it was a really neat experience and then I got a job in Aiken South Carolina uh in 98 and moved here for that and uh, I've been Mm -hmm. here ever since um this is my second career field so three years ago four years ago uh started to uh, make skincare products um on the side kind of side hustle thing and I uh, got a diploma in organic skincare formulation from organic Botanica, uh, and then just decided to pursue making products, uh, and then came kind of to a tipping point in my life. I'd spent 19 years in uh, regional government as a planner, community development, uh, and housing person. So, so is that you went to SCAD? I went to SCAD to I, do government historic preservation. Oh, okay, so, cool. so it makes yeah. sense. So it I went into sense. community development and planning, sort of an allied discipline of historic preservation. Very in cool. Downtown redevelopment. Housing rehab, uh, okay. it's like C- CDBG stuff. Um, what is HUD it about stuff. that that made you want to do it? The I mean, was that your dream? Like in high school, you're like, I'm no. going to do historic <laughs> preservation. No. Well, I mean, yeah, but uh, I wanted to be an archaeologist, but I had kids. Really? So you really can't do that with kids because yeah. you have to travel. So, and it's not really the you know most bankable job. But <laughs> I, um, I just I love the planner. I love I love planning. I love long term thinking and uh, involving the community into what does your town look like? What do you want it to look like? How does it get there? So um, that really interested me. And historic preservation is one way. Saving buildings is one way to tie a community together and to, um, you know, to make it a special, unique place. So, uh, so yeah, so, but it was a government job and I figured 19 years into a government job is, you know, not being completely jaded was, uh, I've, had on the back for myself for that but uh, it was time to do something different I was just stuck yeah. um, and I just started going to the clubhouse and 
meeting those folks there. I knew Chase Lanier and then met Grace and Eric. Um, those guys are absolutely fantastic over there. If you're starting a business, if you're an entrepreneur, I highly recommend checking out the clubhouse. Absolutely. <coughs> does it? Does this mean I don't have to record a clubhouse ad spot yes. for this episode? No, you don't. <laughs> I just did it right there. Thanks, guys. Peace. Um, you're welcome. Uh, no, it, it, it was just, you have to be around people who are doing similar things to you. Yeah, you have, right. you cannot do it solo, even though you're, you know, I was a, a business of one basically. Uh, and the store <laughs> happened. So my business plan was to develop products, um, clean skincare. Um, and when was this? Care Give products. us some. This is 2016. I started and then, uh, this, the, I quit my job in 2017. So you I retired. Here. I didn't say quit my job. Yeah. I retired in 2017. I'm old enough to say that. Um, so, but I was, yeah, I was here since 98. So, so ni- 98 here, through okay. 2017, I worked at that. almost 20 years. Yeah, almost so there's your 19 years. There's my 19 years. Oh, wow. You did the math real quick. Incredible. He's, he's pretty good at that. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. <laughs> he does not have a calculator folks. He's just like doing all this in his head. Let the record show. So that's your 19 <laughs> years. You did all 19 years here doing, doing yes. historic preservation in Augusta and, uh, and Aiken in, in Aiken. Just so Aiken. it was actually okay. South Carolina's, it's a regional government. Lower Savannah gotcha. Council of Government. So it was six counties working in rural towns. Okay. <clears throat> so the reason I wanted to come downtown was because I spent my time in Bamberg and Orangeburg <laughs> and St. Matthews. Felt like New York City. And yeah, and Allendale. And I love those places and I love rural right. America yeah. and I loved helping those folks because we were basically serving as the planners for those municipalities and counties who right. do not have planners on staff. Gotcha. So, um, so we help them with their plans. We help them with their zoning and their, um, you know, comprehensive development plans, their housing programs, their downtown re- revitalization and transportation planning as well. Did a lot of stuff, but, um, yeah, it was, it was just, I was never home. Like I, w- yeah. I would come home at 10 o'clock at night and, and just exhausted. And I never even like was in the same county I lived all day. You know, mm. it was just really, yeah. um, it wears on you. And then you, you want to help the people in your community. And I was, I, I love helping people. I love like growing a community, but it was never my own community. Yeah. It was somebody else's. And I just like, I felt a hole, you know? So, um, so anyway. Oh, so that takes us go. to 2017. I'm just going to continue. You don't have to ask me questions. I'll I ask the fine. questions. I so do, ha- I do have a question, question there. Oh, so Jen, so what happened then? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question though. Where where did you learn how to do your m- making your own product? Yeah. You said you did. You dabbled yeah, in did. that for so, a couple years. Uh, yeah, I dabbled in that for a couple years just as a side hustle, uh, going to like indie craft fairs on the weekends and doing it on the weekends and nights, which was really exhausting. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but I did go through a Formula Botanica is an accredited um, online class in uh, organic skincare formulation. They're an English brand, but they, um, yeah, highly recommend it. It's a really good uh, method to learn um, how to formulate mm-hmm. and how to formulate skincare because it's not just throwing stuff in a so bottle, not YouTube. Enough, don't so. use YouTube. Yeah, don't use YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Do not go on TikTok and learn how to make skincare products, please. Um, <laughs> With yeah. one eyebrow, like, what did yeah. I do wrong? Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> do just, I look pretty? I'm bathing in apple cider vinegar. What's, why is my skin peeling off? I have no clue. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. We'll be right back after this quick message from our friends at Savannah River Brewing Company. Let me tell you what I'm craving right now. I'm craving a very cold craft beer at Savannah River Brewery. I'm telling you right now that they have some of the best beer, some of the most exclusive beer, some of the most interesting beer all made right in our backyard i'm here to tell you that if you have not had savannah river brewery 
honestly, I'm kind of kind of upset because I've been talking about them for the past year and a half. But I'm here to tell you that if you need to go check out a cool brewery in Augusta, go to Savannah River Brewery. Something to get ready for specifically is an event called Drag Me to Brunch. It is a drag variety show for brunch on a Sunday, specifically January 9th at 12 p.m. It is hosted by CJ Fox Star. The brunch is provided by That Greek Chef. It's for all ages. There is a $10 cover, but 50% of the cover is to be donated to Family Promise of Augusta. Again, that's January 9th at 12 p.m. Drag me to brunch. Check them out. Savannah River Brewery. So you decided to get certified, and, and you decided to start making skincare products because... What what was the like I, I like I still don't okay, see so, the connection. Yeah, my like, brand. What's my brand story? My yeah. brand story is I. It, it's kind of boring. There's a lot of you know brand stories that are absolutely fantastic, but I just um, broke out with a bad case of eczema, like out of the blue. I had been taking antibiotics, so you had a problem. And so you I had a problem, and I wanted to fix it, and so I started making my own um, body oil and okay. um, things to help help with that and it did you know as part of a whole holistic routine but it's incredible yeah, it, it really did help with that but um i'm i'm a wellness junkie with a capital w and a capital j like i am <laughs> like i'm vegan uh you know i right. exercise i eat right i do all the good things and have clean skincare and clean beauty and clean cleaning products and clean 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 um <laughs> But uh, and have you always that was been really that frustrating because I didn't know like why am, why right. is this occurring? Yeah. And then it ended up I saw a holistic practitioner and we determined it was a leaky gut due to the antibiotics I was taking for something I didn't even need to take by antibiotics for. I had bronchitis really bad. Mm. Um, so I healed myself through, you know, partly because I made my own products. Um, and, you know, that just really I started making like oils and um, steamers and uh, sugar scrubs and things like that, but kind of farmer's market stuff. And I wanted right. to elevate that. So, um, you know, I had a, I, I did work for government for 19 years. Yeah. I had, I had a little bit of savings built up. Yeah. And so that's what I invested it in. And in, in starting, a, um, I, I pivoted towards body care because okay. the skincare is really saturated. Um, there's a lot of great, I mean, I was making great products, but there were, it, it's there like was why nothing replace to something that works. distinguish it. Yeah. yeah. I, I do want to say something real quick. I think this is incredible. A, a point where, I mean, skincare products that are natural and organic and simple is kind of a trend right now. And that's why some people might think why you started it, because it's a golden opportunity, whereas it's actually the opposite. You experience something. Right. And, and you're like, you, nothing is solving my problem. Right. And, solve this right. Problem. And, and because it was solved through what you were doing, right? you can do that for others. Right. And that's really cool to see that and yeah. hear about that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, you know, transitioning to um, taking care of our, our body with, um, well, it was targeting specific problems, really. The pro right. the, the, the result of that was <clears throat> when I rebranded in 2017 and launched in 2018, uh, I came out with Smell My Feet and Smell My Body. That's right. And it did have Smell My Pits, which is on hold <laughs> right now because of... It's a dangerous challenge. <coughs> can we say supply chain issues? <laughs> um, yeah. Manufacturing costs and all that yeah. good stuff. But we're still making in-house. We're making Smell My uh, Feet and Smell My Bot. And so those are products that um, naturally eliminate odor and help you carry yourself. Because also now it's... People are not washing their hair every day, mm -hmm. realizing, like, I don't have to scour my body every day. Like, my body can take care of itself and clean right. itself. So these are products to help with that. 
So let me humor me for a moment. Let me take this back a second. All right. So take we've, it on back. we've got the story of you solving the problem. You solved this problem for yourself. What what led you to say, now I've solved this problem for myself. I worked this government job. What what year was this? 2015, 2016? <clears throat> 2016. 2016. I'm going to sell this. Like, what was the, like, I solved my problem, but I'm also now going to start this business on the side. Well, it was just a, a cacophony of, um, that was a good word. Right? That was a great, great word. word. That was great. I saw uh, David's eyes go, yeah, ooh. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to use that <laughs> I'm later. I'm excited. It was a cacophony of uh, me being ready to do something else. Okay. And that being something that was going through my life right then gotcha. and had a great interest in. So it just... You know, people say, you're doing your dream now. You're following your dream. You worked in government. You put your time in. I'm like, I, it's not really my dream. It's just something I really <laughs> like to do. And I'll when I don't like to do it anymore, I'm going to stop doing it. But right now, it's just so fulfilling. Um, but, yeah, I never dreamed about doing this. I mean, I never dreamed about working for government either. But it was right. okay for the, for the time being. And I did enjoy my job for a long time. But it got to the point where I just wanted to do something else. And... So for three years, you were a part-time skin routine, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, working all day for the government, mm -hmm. come home, make your, make your products, sell them in farmer's markets, sell them in, in markets. What was it that allowed you to say, uh, you said you had some savings, but there had to be more where you're like, this is a real thing. Like I can turn this into a business. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, gradual interest and. Just the fact that I learned more about the business as I was doing that. And mm -hmm. um, honestly, you know, I didn't really, I, I had, I didn't know where I was going to go with it when I, when I left my job. I didn't, <coughs> excuse me, I knew I had to, had to do something <laughs> to make money. And my husband also really appreciated it if I did something to make money. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was more of a, a passion project at the time that, mm -hmm. that, um, and that's why I took off a year. So I didn't do anything but uh, learn how to be an entrepreneur and learn how to make, uh, formulate products okay. for a whole year. That's all I did. I went to the clubhouse every day, Networked with them. I took all the classes I could possibly take. I worked through the SBDC, Small Business Development yeah. Center. Highly recommend that to oh, entrepreneurs yeah. as well. Those guys are great. They're yeah. free services. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Free, free. Yes. Uh, Clubhouse <laughs> does have membership fees, but they're very manageable. But um, yeah, I mean, just, just learn how to, to do this because I didn't know how. I mean, I was the furthest thing from being an entrepreneur and launching a business. Um, but the store is a different story. So I had like this. this whole plan. I had a five-year plan with products and everything. And um, I don't know if you know Shannon Monson, but she had a nu nutrition simply um, business in that space that I'm in now okay. on 12th Street. And right behind Farmhouse, folks, is 215 12th Street. <laughs> the, um, there's ample parking. Yes, there's ample parking <laughs> for, for now until... For now. Yeah, until there's development... We can talk about that later, too. We can talk about that now <laughs> yes. that you've yeah. mentioned it. <laughs> write that down for later. Um, no, we, uh, she is a, she's a friend of mine, and uh, I, she was renting that space, and I just kind of coveted that space. I'd been to it a couple times, and it was like, this is a really beautiful space. It'd be a lovely store. But I wasn't, you know, the store was like two, three years down the road. So I was going to do my products. Yeah. Eventually, I'd get the storefront right. up and running. 
Uh, so she put something on Instagram. Hey, guys, anyone want to rent this space? And I, like, instantly, like, messaged her, like, can I meet you tomorrow? Like, this is, like, <laughs> 9 o'clock at night. And she's <laughs> like, yeah. So I met her tomorrow. In two weeks, I'd leased a space. <laughs> wow. So it was. Uh, and how had a and schedule I had were no, you? no, like, yeah, like, three years. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, well, now's the time. Cause it's that, time. It, that, that space is amazing. It's a beautiful, beautiful. It used to be Clyde Dunaway's. Uh, Bike shop, Schwinn bike, bicycle okay, repair yeah. from 1928 to like the early 2000s. So like pretty much all of his life was a bike store. I was going to ask you because you came from the historic building sector. Yeah. Do you know what it used to be back way back in the day? I do. And it was built in, I know this because we're on the loft tour. So historic okay. Augusta gave me all the nitty gritty. And because it was uh, renovated by um, the owners, car building uh, in 2016. So, um, so they had to like they apply for historic to tax, historic preservation tax credits, and then um, I got a hold of that application because I, I like to dig. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, built in t- ni- 1900. Wow. Um, and for 10 years of its life, the first 10 years, it was a dry goods store, which is really so cool because I can so like cool. picture like barrels of yep. oats and flour That's and stuff, super cool. and like people pulling out like you know like bolts of fabric and cutting them for customers so, yeah yeah but it was only that for 10 years and then between 1910 and 1928 nobody really knows what was going on there there's no records that are evident uh, and then Clyde Dunaway bought it in 1928 and became Schwinn Bicycle and Repair and in the Dunaway family till the early 2000s when um, the last of them wanted to get rid of it I guess wow. and, and auctioned everything off in the they had an estate sale for everything in there, and then it was renovated in 2016 by its current current owners, my landlords. And at uh, what year did you move in? I moved in 2018. 2018. So a year before you were, so a year before you were actually full time, you already had a storefront. Yeah, yeah. I I don't wow. know. It was just two weeks, David. Two <laughs> weeks. I was like, uh, I've just signed a lease. And <laughs> what am I doing? What the hell am I doing? Uh, it was great. Um, you know, I said, well, let me just give it a couple months. I had uh, my lease was due in like February. I signed in um, May, so I had you know, and I I launched in October. So for the first couple of months, it was just kind of space for me to to develop my products and everything. But then, um, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. We'll be right back with more with Jennifer Tinsley from Field Botanicals after this quick message from our friends at The Clubhouse. The Clubhouse is Augusta's nonprofit innovation center located inside the Georgia Cyber Center. How can they help you? Well, you're hearing about it today as Jennifer talks about the different ways that they helped her grow her business, whether it's networking, whether it's help writing a business plan, help finding investors, grow a business, Or more, if you have an idea that you think that you could turn into a business, The Clubhouse is a great place to start. Check them out at theclubhouse.se and you can learn more about their Make Startups program at makestartups.com. There's a lot of ways we could take this. So let's start with this. Um, What you do in our city is kind of unique. I think you're the only... um, boutique that not only makes products but then sources and and has unique products from around the country how you know how did you find the business community you know coming in from government you I'm sure you knew some people yeah you knew Eric and Grace and and Chase at the clubhouse so I'm sure you got some networking in with that but what allowed you to kind of integrate into the business community yeah, well, I mean, David. And uh, of course, yeah, David Hutchison. David Hutchison at Book Tavern was, da- you know, I've, I've, I'm also a book junkie as, 
in addition to be a wellness junkie. But so you already knew David. I knew David. Yeah, I've, I've been to like three locations of David's book tavern. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just moved with him. But uh, yeah, and some of the other folks downtown I know. Um, but it was, uh, I just kind of made my way into, you know, it just, you just talk to people. You just go and you yeah. talk to people. Um, and, you know, Kristen and Art Ambrage, she's just amazing. She's been downtown yeah. forever. The Kin Laws, of course, have been right. downtown forever. Like, uh, you know, the the Rubios, um, Coco. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Coco is like the, I mean, he's like the Buddha of downtown, right? So. <laughs> he, that's a great description, actually. <laughs> David, if you could go back to our interview and rename it, <laughs> the Buddha. We need to get him back on, and then yeah. we, we'll have an opportunity yeah. to tell him you said that. I love who that. Who doesn't love Coco? We, I would we, buy we a little Coco some. statue. That's like yeah. a Buddhist style oh, statue. With, with, with like the that. Braves hat yes, on. Yes, with the Braves hat. <laughs> yeah, we love us some cocoa. Um, yeah, so that, you know, just, just talking to those folks and then, of course, working through the clubhouse and mm-hmm. and a lot of the, that, those are like cross contaminated too with the, right. with the clubhouse. Yeah. That wasn't a very pleasant word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> It's meant well. <laughs> so I'm curious, like, uh, and and we always talk, you know, the Clubhouse is a sponsor of the show. And so I always do a little plug talking about, like, if you want to start your business, the Clubhouse is a great place to start. Can you kind of help quantify, like, how you worked with them and the SBDC? Because that's also <laughs> Small Business Development Center. Yeah. Because that's also a great yeah. resource. Yeah, sure. I mean, you just want me to do your commercials for you then. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm going to okay. clip it. Gotcha. And just uh, use it over and over again. Sounds good. <laughs> no, but, like, for a small business starting in Augusta... Uh, you know, entrepreneurship downtown and, and in the CSRA, the greater Augusta area, is a, is a cool thing. And we're starting to see more of it. And we're also a town with a college, uh, actually two colleges, three call. We have multiple Twin higher lots. institution uh, yeah. of learning. And so I think we have a lot of population that are coming here, including like doctors that want to retire here and open businesses. And, and so I think it's interesting to get the perspective from somebody that literally is the person I'm describing right now. You moved here, you had a career here, and then you decided to start a business and kind of grow downtown. Yeah. So what was the question? Uh, <laughs> like talk about like how those resources helped you. I'm, yeah, I'm, the clubhouse. Uh, well, I, you know, I, and I think this is a misconception that a lot of people have about the clubhouses. It's like this geeky techie boot camp kind of thing um, <laughs> where you learn coding and there is a coding boot camp. But this, um, that it's just for tech careers and Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, and I only figured that out because, and I just, you know, let's, let's just smash that misconception right here because, um, Chase Lanier is a friend of mine. I love his art. He's a manager over there at the clubhouse. And, um, just, you know, he said, you got to come to the clubhouse. I'm like, no, it's for tech. You know, I told him about what I was doing with field and how I was rebranding and everything. And he says, you got to come to the club, the clubhouse. And sure enough, I met, like I was mentored by Scott Hardegree, um, who, uh, you know, worked there at the time as part of a, I don't remember, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) he was, um, he was working through, uh, uh, Georgia Tech, I think. Okay. And I can't remember the, the economic development group at Georgia Tech. Okay. Uh, mentor, providing mentor services. So he mentored me. And uh, I don't, do you guys know Scott Hardegree? I don't. Like Scott's listening to this thing. And why I think am I on here? But I, I uh, believe we Email met Industries. Him. I believe you. He owns yeah. Email Industries, okay. which is, yeah, really um, works with um, the email, uh, like MailChimp and those. Oh, books. wow. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And develops products for them. 
Um, that I won't get into because I don't understand it. That does get into the geeky <laughs> yeah, tech kind of thing. Yeah, that is the geeky tech. Uh, but anyway, he's very no-nonsense. So it just, he, he, you know, working with him, um, going through the programs that they offer. Now, they didn't, they have the Make Startups program now. They did not have that yeah. when, back in the day when I was doing it a couple two, years ago. Two years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> a couple years ago. Uh, and the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center, uh, Eric Fricky and those guys, uh, I have like the best Excel template for a business plan ever, <laughs> you know, from from those guys. But they they tell you real life stories about businesses that they've helped. Sort of, you know, this is what they did. This is where they're, you know, what what where they're going, and this is how you learn QuickBooks. And this is, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. like the boring business stuff. You got to learn that but stuff you gotta too. Know it. You got to yep. know it. You cannot. You have to have a business plan, folks. Do not start a business without a business plan, please. At least understand what a business plan is for. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I've gotten grants. I've right. gotten city grants. That's I, incredible. Yeah, just because I had my shit together and whoop, <laughs> I had my bleep together and. Um, and, and knew how to present it. Yeah. And, I, and I, could, I owe that all to the clubhouse and the SBDC because the clubhouse taught me how to pitch my business mm. and the SBDC taught me how to write a solid business plan. So those are the two components of a successful business. Thank you for that tangent. Yeah. Now, you, you've mentioned this a couple of times, the word rebrand. Will you talk about, so field is your brand. Will you talk about that process and then what the brand field means? Well, I mean, it started, my, my brand field botanical started as just kind of something I wanted to do on the side. I wanted it to be a side hustle, but then it developed into something else, mm-hmm. hence the rebrand. Mm-hmm. I needed to take it to the next level. I could not be, you know, printing my own labels out and, right. you know, it just had to, and, and I had the savings to put into it. You know, funding is probably the biggest obstacle yes. for entrepreneurs. But I put my time in, you know, yeah. I, this is my second career. And right. I, I I saved up and I decided to use my savings for that. Um, and hopefully down the road, those will come back as, as a good solid return on investment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, and, and, you know, our numbers like even with COVID, you know, we had a we had an up and down year last year, but it we're back on track now. And our, our growth is at back on a 60 percent growth rate that's which incredible. is really good job. really yeah. good really yeah. you can leave that I, so in I'm if like you want it's fine <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna move on i, I i'm i'm starting to I, I have like i'm a lightweight i'm, I'm like a oh, quarter into this beer so <laughs> i'm like the, now the f-bombs are starting to come y'all <laughs> just, just get ready but Wait. they're so professional it's like you barely notice them <laughs> so, this is an english thing so my husband's english and the english have a, a knack of dropping curse words and you don't know it it's like <laughs> it's just like oh it's really good beer <laughs> Whoa! Did you just? Was that? <laughs> You're like that seemed too classy for it to <laughs> be like, what I thought just it like just was. Stick it in real quick. <laughs> jab you, jab them. <laughs> Love that. So you rebranded to Field. <laughs> so it was it. Field Botanicals, but now it's just Field. Field. It is okay. just Field, but colloquially, <laughs> it's known as Field Botanicals. Another big word, right? right. <laughs> colloquially, <laughs> and it starts with a C as well. I yeah. did my. my we need C. one more at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cacophony and colloquially. Um, we, yeah, it, it, uh, because I kept like my Instagram handle, my website, and all that stuff that is really difficult to right. to kind of read. Yeah. You know, like nobody's going to field like that. Obviously, wasn't available, that, so I kept yeah. Field Botanicals, and so I, yeah, I go by Field. Call it field botanicals. Call it field like it's like herbivore botanicals. Everybody just calls it herbivore. Okay. So yeah, I'm like herbivore botanicals. Yeah, sure. that's a good. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So what does that brand mean to you? Uh, well, I mean, they're just ones that did it first and did it right. 
you know, there's, I was making products similar to that. And, you know, it, you can't compete against that. And when you first come out, you have to fill a white space, you know, you have to do something that is unique uh, and no one else is doing, which is why I rebranded because I wasn't making them for myself anymore. I wasn't making them for like the community and farmers markets. Mm -hmm. I was making them to get them in urban outfitters, you know, which we did. Right. We're not in there anymore, but we got in there. Um, so that was what, um, that just, you know, you have this like hill you have to climb and then like, that's, that's kind of the peak and really lame metaphor i'm sorry that's okay. and i climbed the hill and then i rolled back down and i don't know um but yeah it was just something that to aim for um to be a legit business it's really. like a bigger, like you, it's you like a bigger brand you kind of know yeah. like you can look like when i'm vetting products you know it's like 99 percent of what i get is like mm, yeah maybe you should you know Think about your labels and think about your presentation and think about, right. you know, like what's your distribution plan? You know, why are you coming to be, you know, where else are you, you wanting yeah. to be in? Can you handle big orders? Can you handle like being in urban outfitters or are you, do you work where the manufacturer, do you manufacture yourself? You know what? There's, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of facets to, um, to address. Did, did, go ahead. Well, I was going to say that's an interesting topic yeah. of like people pitching you brands and ideas. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that, but it's, does that happen a lot? Oh, yeah. And I hate to say no. I'm, s <laughs> you guys, believe it or not, I'm a nice person and <laughs> I hate to say no to people. But so I, what I do is try to, to give them something that's encouraging. This is how you could get yeah. me to say if yes. If someone comes in and says, I've got these products, I'm like, yeah, okay, well, if you're using synthetic fragrance, then that's a no-no. You know, so I right. just kind of give them like- You're very, is, very picky. This is what we're looking for, and mm -hmm. this is this is how your products can match my right. um, my, my criteria, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our criteria for the store, yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, we brought on the Freshwater Sisters. Yes, Brian and, and Danny. Yes, <laughs> great, great girls. What they're Love doing them. at Freshwater is incredible. Um, one, one of the words that they brought up was wholesale. Um, did you, are, are I'm you wholesaling? You yeah, are wholesale. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we're when doing, did you decide to do wholesale? So we're doing, Brittany and I were at Citizen Supply doing That's a pop-up because <laughs> in Ponton City Market in Atlanta. So we sell, we sell our products there. Wow. Uh, and we did a pop-up yesterday. <laughs> All right, talk, talk well done. Talking, talking in the future. Uh, yeah. So, um, that's part of our, um, our model i'd like right. to call it a three-legged stool is like i do direct to consumer sales of mm -hmm. our own products i do wholesale of our products and we do um retail so that's that's our three-legged stool when did you start diversify so you you <laughs> got a uh a business front two three years early mm -hmm. um <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well i'm right there now then yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right on yeah. we've been there three years it's time so. to move in yeah um grand opening everybody <laughs> How long did it take for your business to go into wholesale? Uh, I wholesaled immediately. Because, really? Okay. Yeah. So that was definitely the part of the plan. I launched the products in the store at the same, like we had a grand opening and I launched the products at the same time. Wow. So that whole year I was developing the products, you getting had, them manufactured, yeah. getting the, you know, the branding done, getting the packaging done, all that stuff. Because you had mentioned you had been going to indie, um, indie fairs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. The trade shows and that kind Which of thing. Which is where you would get yeah. all those. Oh yeah. Email you list. suck it all up. Oh, yeah. Be a sponge. Be a sponge. <laughs> you got to suck it all in. So, at, you know, running those two sides of your business, were you doing that by yourself? Yes. Wow. No, I, I, I say that. Brittany Porter is, um, has been with me from the beginning. So okay. She's, yeah. 
Okay. So yeah. two people two are people. basically running this one business that is essentially three businesses because yeah. you're selling your own product in your store. Yeah. You're selling other people's products, which means you have to, like we just talked about, screen those products. Yeah. And then you're also selling wholesale. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we, we have we have two other part-time employees uh, for the store. Right. But Brittany is kind of like both. She has two legs. Of, well, she's really in all three of the legs of that store. She's, <laughs> uh, because she does help with the wholesale stuff okay. and she does make products too. So. so let's talk about each part of this business and let's start with wholesale because it's the least local and then we'll right. mash it right into the right. most local. So wholesale, um, what kind of scope are, do you sell? So we, we are in a lot of smaller boutiques now. We mm -hmm. did launch in Urban Outfitters and American Eagle pre-COVID. Um, pretty big kind of American Eagle launch because they were doing a special like teen, tween, clean beauty yeah. segment. And this line, and what is it called? They ditched that site after three months. Like okay. they said, we're not doing this anymore. So it was just kind of like this big, huge order. We were launching all this like media and everything. And then they canned it. Wow. So I don't know why. I mean, I think it's, it's brilliant, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And Urban Outfitters, we were in there for about a year and then COVID hit and they just axed a lot of brands and yeah. we got the cut. So, but w so you guys are in a lot of boutiques. Mm -hmm. Talk geography. Geography? I mean, yeah, yeah. United States. So, yeah. I mean, we have a couple of Atlanta stores. We have um, Brick and Click, which is in New York and California, which is, okay. Um, yeah, they're pretty, they're innovative. They're like one of these, like, digital savvy stores, shopping experience stores. Cool. But it's, you know, they have these like experiential stores where you have like, you know, like we're in a bathroom, you know? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like you go, not literally, but no, you know, yeah. like the, the f they, they just did all these like experiences right. within store and yeah. they're all like digital native too. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I need to go to one. Yeah. Yeah. They're really New amazing. York and California. New York all and right. California. Yep. Well, I'll check it out tomorrow. <laughs> um, so places like that. And then some spas. We, we have okay. like some spas who carry us. Um, indie Shelf in Philadelphia carries us, which is a store that's very much like ours. So like indie, okay. indie beauty stores that are, that are similar to ours um, carry us. But yeah, I honestly, you know, the COVID has really focused um, me on the storefront. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Know, and you have to really work at the wholesale like you have to work at it all the time. And yeah. I'm just, I, trade was, shows. I was spread too thin. Mm -hmm. Trade shows didn't, you know, really happen for a year. True. Um, and I got into urban and American Eagle because of a trade show. So that's directly connected. So right. without those, it's, it's really difficult. So um, my concentration was not closing my doors. Yeah. And, and I Absolutely. put a hundred percent of it into that last year and I didn't. And now we're better. So it's right. good. Incredible. <laughs> it's really good. But I did not, I, I do not want to give up the store. Like it's, yeah. you know, it means so much to me. So last question on the wholesale and then we'll, we'll pivot to that store. If people are traveling or maybe they have relatives in, you know, New York, California, other places, what brand should they look out for? What, what would it be called? Field? Yeah. Field Botanicals. Yeah. Yeah, look out I for guess. the look out for the big field. Yep, look out for the big field. Um, Perfect. Yeah, Citizen Supplies are great because it's they do like local ish brands, mm -hmm. um, and Pont City Market is just a fantastic right. hipster yeah. experience. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so. a good description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it, it suits us well. You know, this, yes. I wish there were more stores like like that, but um, that was a pretty unique one. And that whole Pont City Market is pretty unique. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more with Jennifer Tinsley from Field at the Augusta Podcast Studio. And speaking of Augusta Podcast Studio, I'm going to tell you about a cool promotion that's being run right now. 
If you're a business or if you're just a person that has some cool goals, Augusta Podcast is letting you record your New Year's resolution on video to show your friends, your family, and your customers for absolutely free. If you want to learn more about this, go to AugustaPodcasts.com and click the New Year's resolution tab, or you can just message us on social media wherever you follow us. But check it out. It's a cool opportunity to make some content. Get online if you're a business that maybe hasn't done that before. Or just to uh, just to put yourself out there a little bit more. Put your goals out there and help people and yourself to hold you accountable. So now we're at the... Now we can talk about the storefront, which okay. seems to be kind of the most... I would say like you're the most passionate about the storefront. You I, know? I think you pegged that, David. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I am. And, and it's because selling a product, you're, you know, you have a lot of doors closed. Like you have a lot of nose yeah. <laughs> throughout the day. And it just, it, it wears on you a little right. bit. Um, and my best customers of my products are here in Augusta. You know, there are people who come... Sp- they buy four smell my bod, you know, like <laughs> they're walking out with like all these smell my feet for everyone in their family. They're so supportive. And that, that love you see, that's, you can't get that from just, you know, having something online, having a wholesale, you know, yeah. you, you get a little bit of that, but you don't meet one. I want to, you don't meet the customers who yeah. support you and love your products and love the, what you, what you sell and just have um, no worries when they come in because I know it's so highly curated that they can shop without having to read labels. Um, the smell my brand. The smell me brand. The smell me brand <laughs> smell, smell is me. V- is very bold. It yes. is. How did you come up with this? Well, you like, ha- you have to. You have did to do you do something. it? And you were just like well, smell my feet. I did one of the trade shows. I did. I had um, they picked a couple brands to do pitches on stage, and okay. so I pitched it to like Nordstroms and I mean just all these like big, huge wow. stores. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I I brought my nasty old Converse on stage (laughs) and asked anyone to smell them if they were willing to smell them that they could smell them and a couple did yeah yeah it was like this kind of sounds like the beginning of a ted talk but it's like what does it smell like they're like it smells kind of like like canvas and you know like it just smells like a shoe it doesn't stink and you could tell from the wear on my converse that like i wore them all the time right um i said it doesn't stink because i use on my feet and I sprayed in my shoes and that's you know it, it works and that's you know I, I wore those throughout the trade show and people were like oh she's wearing the shoes you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you know some skeptic you know there's always like a clown that's coming up and like well like you know take the shoes off that you have on and let me smell those I'm like gladly I'm like here if you want to stick your face in the shoe that I just took <laughs> off my foot go for it I don't care I know it smells good <laughs> so that was that was huge and that's what we kind of lost with COVID is that interaction yeah you know with reach and as a retailer I love going to those things just to to check out new products right, and innovations sure. like what's going on what are people doing like you can read about it but it's just different when you talk to brand founders when you right. talk to when you see the products in person and that's what a store does too. Yeah, absolutely. But you didn't answer my question. I'm sorry. What was that? Question? How did you come up with the name uh, of that brand? So because that is so bold. I didn't. Oh. Now. Oh. Ooh, now we're at deep dive. Now we're really deep. Yeah. I um I used um crew who was uh, the ones who did okay. my branding and everything, and th- 
for, there was it was just a miscommunication. Like it was like <laughs> I, I told Don't him you like love that? yeah, like like smell me, I'm cruelty free. You know, somewhere on the on the bottle. You know, so they they just like named oh. it that. Oh, and, and I came back and I'm me. like, what the heck? Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's good. So yeah, that's how it happened. They just like you know, I just gave them a bunch of stuff that I wanted on the bottle, and then <laughs> yeah. that, that's what they chose to like name it. I love that. Smell my like one of your most iconic brands is uh, a, a miscommunication. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like, but it, it worked out well. It's it's brilliant. I love it. Um, and it it people they laugh first. Yeah, you know, smell and then me. They and ask like, free. wait, hold on. Yeah, what is that? What is that? I mean, when and you say love smell my pits, smell my pits. That was <laughs> that uh, right there yeah. is bold. The first yeah. word that comes to my head is no. Yeah. Well, I you know when I when I had it on the shelf, uh, people come in the store and go, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And I said, you can smell my pit. Like some people did smell my pits. No. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I bet. Swear. Yes. Love that. Yes. That's and the people like, that are gonna buy it too. They, yeah. One hundred percent of people who smell my pits <laughs> bought it. One hundred percent. How long does it last? I'm but just that's curious. That's a question I get. Like it depends. Like how long do you? How much do you smell? How smelly like, are you? Like you know, uh, I, Old Spice always says twenty four hours. Yeah, or, you know yeah. whatever. I mean, but I mean, true. come on. It's it is. It changes with everybody because yeah, everybody's right. different. So with smell my pits, I would say one application for twelve hours, and okay. then maybe reapply if you're going out at night or whatever. right. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> so we we've kind of covered we've kind of covered a little bit of the in store. Yeah. Um. I want to ask a, a little bit more deep cuts, and then we can we can kick me out of the this question. <laughs> see, um, you're talking about the store. Uh, I know that we talked about this a little bit in the small business episode, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it all again. Sure. Talk about the the different brands that you have. I know that you have some some very unique brands. Yes. I know that you sell your own brand. Um, what's the kind of ratio? What are the unique brands? You know, talk about it. Yeah, it's 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 really um, it's really tricky curating because there are some brands, indie brands that are pretty popular indie brands like Kosas and Makeup, um, Indie Lee, Osei, you know, that, that if you're into indie beauty, like you know these brands, but they're also sold at Sephora and Ulta. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, Carrying those and taking up shelf space may not be the best investment yeah. for me. It's not like, quote, special. Right, right. So I try to look for brands who kind of haven't made it in the big indie brand world yet, but they do meet all the criteria of being like a quality product that's well-formulated, has to be well-formulated. And yeah. with my background in formulation, like I know that shit when I see it, so right. don't <laughs> try to pull something over on me. Yeah. But, uh, and, and you have to have... Um, you, you have to pay attention to your branding. I am not going to put any ugly products on the shelf. Right. I don't care what's in it. It can right. be like like some like uh, butterfly pea we were talking about. <laughs> P-E-A. It can, <laughs> it can be like the most beneficial, unique, whatever, 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 well-blended. But if you put in an ugly bottle and an ugly label and an mm. ugly logo, I am not going right. to buy it. You know, it just has to look good. Just call them and send them to crew. It just, exactly, <laughs> man, it means so much. And brands just kind of think, well, no, don't look at that. Look at what's inside. No, no, no. Pe- customers do not do that. No. This is, you know, yeah. 
customer education 101. They they like the look of a product. They pay. I mean, I shop for albums that way. <laughs> it's like <laughs> absolutely you know, yeah. and wine. Who does? Who wants an <laughs> exactly. ugly wine bottle, right? <laughs> Menage a trois gets all their first customers because of the name of the look brand. Look at. I mean, look at what I'm drinking. Garden Savannah City Colch. Garden City Colch. It's a beautiful can. Yeah. Hey guys, I bring that, that back. Up. Yeah, I would have picked that can <laughs> up on the shelf. Like you could pee in here and I'd drink it because it's so beautiful. <laughs> I wouldn't, folks. But. <laughs> But butterfly just, pee. Yeah, but it's butterfly pee, like <laughs> <laughs> cultivated from the outhouses so of butterfly garden. I am not one that is going to step into I'm a crying. beauty shop and really buy something for myself. But that's just me. But I want to know what def- what is an indie product. So, mm. okay, so you, you talked about the brand. So I, something unusual, um, the Elite Cosmetics, which I, I do want to mention, is um, they're uh, a B-certified uh Makeup brand from Canada, Victoria, Canada, and we're the only. Oh, ones that's where my grandma lives. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's my grandma. Small yeah. world. Hello. Um, yeah, it's it's a great brand, and they're they're B Corporation certified, means that they um, electively decided to be a transparent, ethical, sustainable corporation. So okay. you know they give back, they so adopt it's not fair like trade. A B C D. It's 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 well, there's you you have to fill out an application that is like. I've heard is one of the most intense, difficult things to do. Gotcha. So once you get that status, like that's, um, you know, that brand is, um, they're paying a fair wage. Mm. Their ingredients are sourced by farmers who pay, pay fair wages, you gotcha. know? So it's, it's like top, top to bottom, you know, the wood that they use is ethically sourced. They don't use plastics. They don't use like single disposable things. You know, it's everything's, um, even like their packaging, they reuse packaging and it's cardboard and paper. And so it's just a really brilliant band, band, brand, brand, band. <laughs> band. I don't think they play music, but, um, we are the only ones who carry in the Southeast because they're so, uh, conscientious, another C word about who, that's three, triple that's C, triple <laughs> C, um, the three C's of beauty <laughs> <laughs> about who they are aligned with as far as their retailers go, because gotcha. they are, they do not want to be misrepresented. Um, so because our values align, um, and we, the brand has taken off, like it's just been just like this magical connection between them. Um, the community has been so receptive because the products actually work. They're really good makeup. And it's, it's a less is more. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to throw a lot of extra palettes and colors and stuff in the trash. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's great for um, a lot of our customers come in and they just don't want a lot of makeup. And that no less makeup is the trend now. It's not like mm-hmm. the highly contoured, highlighted look, um, makeup-y look. And there's a place and time for that. And, you know, the majority of our customers, though, from day to day, they just want, like, I'm wearing all of it late right now. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I'm not a makeup person. But I'd, I want to look good, and I want, like, some joy in my life through mm-hmm. my makeup regimen. And that's what Elite does. So, um, yeah, a little, we're, we're pretty much, like, 80% of our, our makeup is is that brand. Um, because we you can go through your whole routine and use only those products and, and they're just fantastic and they're good for the skin the ingredients are really really, really great so I've had customers come back and say my skin has improved my acne's cleared up because I'm wearing makeup which is so amazing and I can say this because she doesn't listen to the show that's what I bought for my girlfriend right yes that's right <laughs> there we go she does not listen to the show oh, no my, absolutely Aww. not my wife doesn't either not once um, <laughs> so sad <laughs> yeah uh, so I, I think you're talking about brands and yeah. talking about guys yeah. coming in but we like to um to provide experience for everybody and not not judge on who you are what you want to want to do we we support um 
anyone who wants to come in. And I want to make every single person who comes in, into field comfortable. I don't want men to feel uncomfortable. And like the cis white male, sorry guys, are the ones that feel the most uncomfortable. And and I don't have gendered products, you know. Right. I don't have the beard oil. I don't. I mean, I have great oils you can use for your beard. But that's you know that's the product knowledge that you I have. have. Uh, a soap distillery soap. I'm holding yes, bourbon yes, you, soap I, bar, and David's holding the beer plus cigarettes. You know, I'm really disappointed. <laughs> I really don't smell the cigarettes. You know, we could light one up and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is something I would get. Yeah, this yeah. is totally something I yeah, would get. Yeah, and a lot. I have like, so we're we're right around the corner from Craft and Vine, and so we <laughs> that's a right. Lot, a lot of folks from Craft, a lot of the uh, the bartenders and the folks who work at Craft. Shout and out Vine Calvin. Loving, yeah, Calvin and uh, Michael, and yeah, they, they, they come over, and John, yeah, buy some craft distillery soaps. That's <laughs> brilliant. I love that. So uh, would you say that most of your product is, is just so transparent that there's maybe four or five ingredients? No, not necessarily. Um, I mean, I have a lot of products. So Obviously, you yes. You can't really like, like kind of pinpoint that. But versus um, versus the places, but clean, clean, clean ingredients. That clean means ingredients. Like, yes. So I I say, um, you know, we have a list. Uh, it's no parabens, no sulfates, no petrochemicals, uh, no phthalates. Um, so phthalates are the ingredient that um, I'm gonna jump Bath and Body Works here. That that <laughs> the headache inducing smell yeah. that you get when you go into a Bath and Body Works. Those yeah. are generally phthalates because they're okay. very sensitizing and very they can cause allergies. Um, it's just what holds fragrances mm-hmm. the same everywhere. Yeah. Like designer fragrances always smell the same on everybody. They smell the same throughout the day. They sh- they're strong. They hold the exact same scent. They don't fade into like different type, you know, you don't smell differently throughout the day. And that's what they want it to do. They want it to smell like that fragrance right um but if you take the phthalates out you have much a much more dynamic fragrance um because it's uh the the top notes will will dissipate first so like the florals and the lighter notes and then the middle notes will kind of dissipate next and then what you have are the base notes which are like your heavier like your fur cedars vanilla resinous um, your base kind of yeah yeah and so i mean i think that's a really better experience than like smelling exactly like Axe is like the, the example of Axe uh, body spray. Yeah, I mean, who want like that's chocolate. So 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 toxic. We're laughing, but we we definitely used it in middle school. I yeah, yeah I threw away sure. my Axe in high school as my uh, act of puberty. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah. burn yeah. it, burn it in, in a big old bonfire. And I remember learning or about. Don't wait, that would be dangerous. <laughs> don't do that. Please yeah. don't do that. Nobody definitely, do that. Definitely explode. But I remember learning about parabens not too long ago, and I threw out a lot of stuff. And it was uh, it was actually upsetting because it's hard to buy stuff now. But y- y- I know a place where you can buy stuff. I I <laughs> suspect I might know one too. But it, I I think it kind of shows just how. A lot of people don't know what a lot of these ingredients are and what they do. Yeah, and a, and a lot do. You know, a lot yeah. of a lot of people come in and say, you know, does it have silicones in it? I'm like, yeah. oh wow, that's that's you know, if you it's know, it's an about informed that. question. Yes, it is a very informed question, and you know, you don't have to read labels when you come into field because it's all safe ingredients. But Love that. we have a lot of ingredient readers just because yeah. they geek out on that stuff, absolutely, like I do. But uh, which I, is I cool was too. just reading it too, and I understood everything that they talked about. <laughs> which I appreciate. Yeah. 
bourbon. I was going to make fun of you for a Let's read it. Let's read it. All right. Um, This is for the bourbon soap bar from the soap distillery. Um, Soap distillery. Is it saponified? Saponified. Saponified oils, which is olive, coconut, sunflower, essential and fragrance blend of ground cloves and rosemary extract, which is an antioxidant. That's, that's it. Yeah, I know. That's don't it. You, don't you want to put that on your body? It I'm about smells, to. Yeah. <laughs> don't soap up right here, Chris. <laughs> Let's wait till after the show. <laughs> but yeah, this is the. I think this is incredible. I think so too. And that brings us to something I nerd out on, which will be my last question probably, which is about your business. And I want to know if you've thought about what the future of field might be. You did talk about a parking lot being gone. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a. a we can rope in downtown development. Development going yeah. on yeah. across the street from Field that will probably take two to three years to build. So I, um, trying to be tactful on this podcast, I'm all in favor for the hotel development across the street because I think it's it's a wonderful. Like it's just an eyesore and. There are issues of, you know, either pay the lot or put something. Do we want these buildings torn down? And, Mm. you know, so I I think that and, you know, historic Augusta wants the buildings to stay. I would love to see the facades of those two buildings, the the old tattoo shop. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see the facades of those buildings stay. Right. It can be done. There are many, many examples. It's not. And you have you have experience. Yeah. And it's not. It's a very doable, doable thing. Um, But, you know, I also don't want. And I'm just going to throw the city under the bus here, too. I guess the school board building, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just it's a monolith. It's just Mm -hmm. this big, huge concrete thing. Right. That it's it's when you walk by it, you're intimidated. There's a big shadow. There's nothing friendly about it. Like, uh, you know, I want a community friendly building. I want setbacks on 12th Street. I want like some landscaping, a park, like have a little community area, have a little, you know, place where people can sit down and eat or something. Right. I know it's not a public project, but I mean, you can get a lot of buy-in from folks locally if you listen to what their needs are and, and, you know, compromise with, with some of what you want to do economically with what the community means. And if you're coming into a community, um, I say this to all big developers, if you're coming into a community, you don't get the buy-in of a community. You just want to kind of like, you know, shove your way, bulldoze your way through. Your community is not going to support you. Right. You know, and it's there are a lot of compromises on both ends that can be achieved where we have something that's not an oppressive concrete monolith on a huge block mm-hmm. in our downtown area that will just, you know, I mean, the development of that property is and I'm talking about um, the proposed embassy suites on the corner of 12th and Broad Streets. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that could be just um what they did with High House is great, but it's further down. It's like it's not like in our hub, and now you're getting towards our hub of downtown. And when you take up almost a whole block with one structure, um, that can be very, very imposing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pro-development. I want this hotel to happen, but it can happen in a way that it's compatible with our community, and it's not an eyesore, and it's not um, something that is imposed on us rather than something that is a part of us. Mm-hmm. Now... The flip side of that is you're probably a little bit excited about it, too, because I think you mentioned you get some visitors from people that are coming into town and, and they want to check 
you guys yeah, out. Yeah. So that'll probably happen more. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, uh, Destination Augusta needs to give me a paycheck because I, I <laughs> a lot of those folks come to Field First because they're staying at Hyatt House. Yeah. And so they just see the sign and they come like, oh, what do you do when you go, when you're traveling and you are in, you're in a city? Yeah, you got to walk around. You go walk oh, around. Yeah. You like, see yeah. what's going down, man. Yeah. Like, where are the restaurants? Where are the shops? Like, right. And so that's what everybody does who stays in Hyatt House. Yeah. They're filming a movie here right now, and there's folks that stay there, and right. they've been coming into the store, and it's Love like, that. it's awesome. Do we know what movie? Um, It's it's a golf No, it's a baseball movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, a, I heard they were uh, filming a, um, at Lake Olmstead for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're, they're oh. filming in the baseball stadiums. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Um, with, um, there's um, someone... There's a yes. There's someone famous. Who Can is I it? Know Dennis Quaid. That's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she said, "Can I?" And then just answered okay. the question. Yes. Um, no, he has not come into the field. But some of the folks have come okay. who are, are working on the movie and, and um, acting in the movie have come in, and it's just like. Yeah. It's not I'm the rookie, too, all, is it? I don't. That's you know. <laughs> I expect Kevin Costner. You, I, 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 that's what. Oh gosh. Uh, I'm uh, poor Brittany. Brittany, don't listen to this. So Brittany said. <laughs> Isn't that that guy who did Field of Dreams? I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure he really wants to hear it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he's a guy with a psycho brother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. So we we stumbled into downtown development conversation, we but did. we didn't get to answer the question of the future of Field. I know. I, I sidetracked that. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we're three years ahead of schedule, and I yeah. wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to hear that development yeah. too. So that was that was well timed, I think. But we we do have to press you uh, about this. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I have uh, a lot of ideas for in store expansion um, with um, with my own products. I do have some some ideas along the road to expand those lines. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have lots of ideas, and some of them I'll share, some of them I won't share. But um, we Fair. want more. I, uh, Customer education is a big component of what we do. We do workshops. Um, COVID has really been it's been difficult to you yeah. know put makeup on people right. <laughs> yeah. with the masks and everything. So we're getting back into a little bit of that with the Elite brand that we carry. We're doing some makeup um, sessions, and the people who are coming to these it's just amazing because they like they don't want to put on makeup, but they they feel like you know just a little bit will would change something. Yeah. And it does like just a little bit, you know, like and, and they're intimidated by the process of putting on makeup because social media has, like, you know, bastardizes yeah. into something that it's not. And, you know, you don't have to look like the Kardashians. Right. You know, you can just put a little powder on a little mascara and it's just amazing for your skin. And it and it just it's it gives you joy rather than, you know, you're not competing with those folks. You're just doing what brings you joy. Will there be more field stores? I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of, I'm looking at Columbia, South Carolina. I think that'd be a really amazing mm. place to be, um, to, to locate because they, they have a, a little white space in there for that. Right. Atlanta, Atlanta, strangely enough, I, I don't know if I'd want to open a store in Atlanta, but Atlanta is just like a dearth of clean beauty. You know, it's just, there's not a lot there. So, um, so that, yeah, I mean, I would like to, Maybe think about growing the business and looking somewhere else. I'm not going to be, you know, like have another field in Augusta, though. I, th right. I, I love makes downtown. Sense. I want to support downtown. Yeah. I think I, I, that's where I want. I don't want to be out in the suburbs. Yeah. I right. Want, I want folks to realize. And you that's want the what suburbs small business, to come to us. Exactly. Yes. That's what Small Business Saturday did. It, I kind of opened up the eyes of people who thought there was nothing to do downtown. Um, again, this I could. This is yeah. like the last question kind of stuff. So yeah. we'll, maybe we'll save it for that. But 
Well, and and I think you kind of just took us full circle because yeah. we started recapping Small Business Saturday, and now we're right back to bringing people downtown for Small Business Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So I'll defer to Chris. I'll let Chris kind of close are us gonna, out of this. Are we going to do the tie the bow? We have to. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We're going to tie the bow, and we've already asked you this question, but... Uh, now that you've had one try, you have another try. <laughs> uh, the first answer was great. More people it, will probably hear this. One. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, we're Drop the Disc podcast. There's a lot of disc that's thrown on this city, unfortunately. And uh, we bring people in like you that are making this city unique and different and making a change, which is awesome. And hearing this whole interview has been really inspiring for yeah. me. Um, and I can't wait to put on this bourbon soap <laughs> that I understand all the ingredients. And the Drop the Disc question is presented by Tranner Gray Media. Starting a business or starting a brand is kind of scary. In fact, where do you start? How do you begin? Well, I recommend starting with Tranner Gray Media. Tranner Gray is a full-service marketing and advertising agency. They are where you should begin. They are who you ask all the questions. They are who answers all of those questions. If you want more information on Trainer Gray, you can go to trainergraymedia.com. But uh, if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about the city, what would you tell them? After punching them in the nose? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um. I, would, I would say first not do that so they oh, could listen oh, to what oh. you say. Okay. I mean, it might make them listen more, <laughs> yeah. though. That's true. Like, wow, she really means what she's about <laughs> to tell me. Well, what I tell people is that what I told you earlier in the show, I'm not from Augusta, but I chose to live here. I mean, I retiring, I could have gone other places. Um, you know, I have one child here, the rest of my two kids and two stepkids are elsewhere. So I, I'm not tied to Augusta. In other words, I'm not tied to Augusta. My family, my mom, my brothers, they're all somewhere else. I'm not tied to Augusta, but I chose to stay here because I love it and I love the people and I love the fact that the downtown's kind of just small enough and just big enough. And mm. we've got, you know, just the right amount of, of stuff, you know, and everybody says good bones. Yeah. It has good bones. That's kind <laughs> of trite. It does though. Um, but it's not too big. It's not too small. There's room for everybody. And, um, you know, I just think that it's, why did I, why do I stay here? There's no traffic. There's no, you know, we, we don't have big city issues, but we have some of the big city amenities, mm. you know, so um, that's why I chose to be here. And I and I, just seeing people, like we talked about, coming from Hyatt House, coming from out of town, they're like, yeah, it's really cool. God, this Craft and Vine place, man, it's so amazing. And, um, oh, is there a vegan restaurant? They like, go to Humanity House. And they like come back and thank me for recommending it. You know, just that's awesome. the, the things we have here. And yeah. bringing the folks in for a small business Saturday who had no idea the retail. The, I mean, you could just do your Christmas shopping in downtown mm. Augusta. And like, that's, that's pretty amazing because it wasn't, it didn't used to be that way. Um, and I think we need more retail. So if you're a retail entrepreneur, I agree. we, I, I agree. think we could have some really robust, uh, retail experiences. Yeah. But when you think we have like vintage Uli and tire city <laughs> potters, yeah. I mean, that's really damn cool. Yeah, right? it really is. And unique. Right. And unique and indie beauty and the book tavern. Right. And freshwater design and fun house. It's called fun house, guys. Right. <laughs> like, it's so amazing. I love that store, yeah. by the way. And a candle company where you make your own candle. Right. Like, this is cool stuff. Like you do not see this in malls and you don't see this in like typical like big cities where they have only chain stores where you know exactly what to expect when you walk in. Yeah. 
you know, you you don't know, but it's a it's really cool when you do walk in. <laughs> Just leave that. Well, Jen, you've been a pleasure <laughs> to I, talk I, to. I, I, I love how Chris every time I drop an F bomb, Chris leave that one. No, that one's good. Leave that one. No, we want that one. She's too. getting that E. That's man. my favorite F bomb. It's my English. It's my English insertions. <laughs> Jen, it's been a pleasure to have you here and and to be able to go more in depth and to kind of hear yeah. your story about opening a business that honestly, like. If, if you had told me coming into this without any kind of background that you had only been open since 2019, I wouldn't have believed that because of the impact that you have downtown and the fact that literally everybody knows about Field and, and it seems like everybody likes your brand. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Well, Thank well you. she, that, she that, picked a really cool brand. And a great location, <laughs> yeah. by the and way. Yes. It is a great location. We're it off is. broads, so I got my broads on Broad Street. Um, I love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the field field colors. And I got my happy button, my field button I'm representing today. But, um, yeah, it's it's kind of off Broad Street. You know, we're not right on – and there's nothing behind us. So we don't yeah. get any walk-by traffic. And I'm like, really, I hope my landlords aren't listening because I have really thought, should I move, should I move? But now people mm. come to field knowing, like, yeah. Hey, there's parking and I've got a loading zone for curbside pickup, like local pickup, you know, that really obviously picked up during COVID, but yeah, it's been great. And now you're an actual draw. People don't have to just walk past and see you and walk in. They look for you. Yeah, exactly. Which is probably pretty crazy for you. Yeah. And, and we're supporting other small businesses. We have hot donut pickup on Saturdays. Love Um, that. Yeah. Did not know that. Yes. Yes. The Millers are killing it. (laughs) Jeremy's so. They're just killing it. Yeah. They are killing it. Uh, Unfortunately, <laughs> to stop eating so many donuts. But, <laughs> but they're vegan. So good. They but are they're vegan. They're vegan. healthy, they right? Vegan. Uh. Yeah, a little bit of sugar in them. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, yeah, and then um, Vibe Smoothie Bar. Um, she's been offline because she's had some issues with her truck, but hopefully right. um, next Friday she'll be here. She'll be here. She'll be at Field um, every Friday for during like the lunch hour for, for like a healthy. That's great. Thing. Yeah, we've got we even like Ooh. got her plugged in so she doesn't have to use her generator. Yeah. So if if I'm listening and I want to stay in touch with what's happening, what's the best way to see updates? What's Instagram. the best way? To, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. And what's that handle? At Phil Botanicals. Awesome. Yeah. Facebook is at Phil Botanicals. Twitter's at Phil Botanicals. Website? Everything's at Phil Botanicals. Philbotanicals.com. Yeah. Awesome. Just like, and just Phil Botanicals. And one more time, what's your address? It's 215A 12th Street. So we're right behind Farmhouse. So um, go get a meal at Farmhouse and then go Take call, us. call Farmhouse while they're making the food. Yep. Go to Field. Take there a selfie go. in front of the mural, the pork chop mural that we yes. have, the, yep. the robot on the moon hanging yep. from the moon, yep. and then come into Field. Love that. Perfect. Yeah, Jen, absolutely. thank you so much for giving us Thanks, your time guys. today. This was a pleasure. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc Podcast. We will be back in your ears next weekend with our presentation of Augusta Rocks with Bodega Cat. So make sure you tune in for that. You do not want to miss the fun time that we have with these guys. And of course, a reminder that if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating or review wherever you are listening. That helps us to grow, helps us to reach new people. And if you don't want to leave us a rating or review, the next best thing that you can do, or maybe even the best thing that you can do, is to tell a friend. Uh, Share us on social media, help us to grow. We really appreciate anything you guys do, and we really, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us today. And now enjoy more of one of our favorite songs from local hip-hop artist C-Lark. Remember, you can find him wherever you listen to music at c.art.
It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste. I got moves I'ma make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments. If you hating on the city, it is not a fin. Problem is that you probably lacking common sense. Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big. And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc. Ay. Learn a lot about the 706. About to chop it up with David and Chris. A lot of interviews you would hate to miss. AUG in the mix, just drop the disc. Uh. Learn a lot about the 706. About to chop it up with David and Chris. A lot of interviews you would hate to miss. AG in the mix, just drop the disc. Just drop the disc. Better drop the disc. Gotta drop the disc. Drop the disc.